Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that Anchor app, anchor.fm, DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. Every day, DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Recommended, but hardly famous. Part of my fast life. I'm still transitioning for me and patient. We're from General and Mr. Grace in all the stations. Whole city want to feel you. Now they witness greatness. Negative energy all around me, man. It never fazed me. Hate me. And no, I just embrace it. Napa Valley rice is different if you get the chance to taste it. Big account rise. I haven't had a chance to get complacent. Blue faces. Check after check. Instagram gave away the fact that I'm famous. Boss is still a chocolate. How the f- this Light years ahead of your buzz, I'm not creative, can't be imitated I was on one like Khaled, took over Keegan How innovative, personal income, that's what we live for 400,000 followers and she just wanna kiss more 12,000 followers and now she's more Lucky me, slowly rising to my stardom to raise my warm more, about to spill your cosmo. It's really odd that she wants sex without a condom. And in my city, this some shit that needs some solving. Envy over talent, that's a big problem. Look at this, whatever. City on my shoulder, the feeling is so special. Cameras always follow me. Creating scenes, look at this, whatever. Bees, Keegan, I'm so the holy trinity to infinity and beyond. I'm a star. Notice every song after star been a hit. Embracing losing more, the only way to win. Nowadays I'm noticing that I'm the f- the labels going crazy. How the f- did we lose this kid?
that be doing the most Got tired of playing games, it's time to get to the door My mind's been playing games, I think I'm losing it slow I try to stay the same, need testing it I've been on some going crazy And I don't let the other sucking raise me And I've been moving different, so don't try to play me I hear you talking, but I don't know what you're saying Yeah, man, it's Worldwide Sounds Records on uh, DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast on 17 Podcast Networks on Dynasty Radio, Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., man. And uh, YouTube DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. But tonight we got uh, Boston's own, Ma- Massachusetts' own, DB's, Roxbury's finest, you know, the vibe, uh, the, the bean as they call it up there. What's up? What's shaking? How are you? How are you? I'm chilling, man. Just sitting here, just like, uh, you know, just you know, one of them days you just have like it's like one of them lazy. Was it Wednesday? Late, like lazy Wednesday days. So you know, yeah, it's like a really hump day today. Like you know, it's not feeling like the weekend, but it's like you still got work to do, but you don't want to do that work. I don't want to do it at all. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of those days, man. It's just like you know, you just be chilling. And today I'll just running some errands with the pops and just chilling with the family today. So I, I did absolutely nothing I wanted to do. So. I thought those are the most exciting days. <laughs> Word, man. So, Roxbury in the building. What's shaking? How you feeling? I'm feeling great, you know? Yeah. God is good, so. That's the PS5 back there? It's the PS5. It wanted to, it wanted to be in. Yeah, so you got to show off. You right? That's rich people stuff. No, look. It's, it, want, it wanted to be in the video so bad, so I figured I'd let it, you know. Nah, I got no. the, Xbox was hiding. The Xbox is hiding. And yeah, like, we don't want that. That PlayStation's like, look at me. Yeah, I said I was gonna treat myself. I might, I might get the five when I when I get in some new spot. I'm, I'm gonna definitely try to get the five. I'm gonna see how the five is hitting. Oh, yeah. So I like that two K. I want to get that two K the basketball game. Oh yeah, of course, two K and Madden. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, how's the weather up there? It's been kind of sunny today in the last two days in New York. How's the how's the weather up there in the being? You know, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was a vampire yesterday. I don't leave the house. I was writing so much music, but I went out today. Yeah. It was beautiful today, and I found out yesterday was better than today. Which is oh crazy. wow, crazy, crazy! So you just been like you just vamping and writing some music? Yeah, you know I got to get the, this product, this music out for the people. You know they they they've been hounding me. If you see my DMs, you'll be like, you know, well, because you because you famous, you Instagram famous, you getting you got that cliz out. You know what I'm saying? You got that clout. So uh, first day foremost, man. You know I want to get into a little bit of your background. I know this is a podcast, so you know all my listeners, my I got a, a wide range of people all over the country all over the world listen to my podcast and um what what inspired you to be an artist what made you want to be an artist out of all things you know i i, I was i started off as a hooper and i think this is about to be cliche but i started off as a hooper i was a decent hooper and um you know i was always the one the guy in a group of my friends where i always wanted to be like the entertainer like the class clown you know mm-hmm. So my boys would always be like, yo, bro, like you're probably going to be a movie star or something because like you're just so animating. It's just crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. You know, so yeah. my man Smooth, shout out to him. He just kind of got me going. And then my neighborhood, Orchard Park. Yeah. Um, we had some great rappers come out of there. Um, shout out to my OG man, Terra. Um, hmm. he, he definitely inspires me to this day. He's, he's a great mentor. Um, and then I was on the second floor of a building, then on the third floor, above yeah. my grandmother, we had Bobby Brown. Wait, what? In your grandmother's building? Yeah, we had Bobby Brown. Wow. So, new addition. 
from my neighborhood. Yeah. So I felt like, you know, I, I wasn't the best rapper to start with. So I wanted to just, just get better over time. And, you know, just continue to carry the torch, that legacy of my neighborhood to Orchard Park. So shout out Orchard Park. Sure. Yeah, I think, I don't know where I was at. My homeboy, uh, Heavy, he's a big promoter up there. And I've always been coming up there for like the last, since when mm-hmm. I'm coming, 2000, and then I've been up there a lot. Like since 2012, I've been coming up there from Central wow. nightclubs to, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Central. I did Central. I did all, like almost all the spots up there. And, um, you know, I, I have some of the cleanest projects I've ever seen in my life. They have some clean projects there. That's pretty different. Yeah, you know, the projects are... Uh, they're very clean. Yeah, you know, they're, they're an interesting place. Not gonna lie. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have New York rats and stuff, so I guess that's... The nah, boy, I, I like Boston. Y'all showed y'all show me hella love up there. Like, that's my second home. Y'all showed me hella love. Y'all definitely showed me hella love up there. I respect it. And, you know, how's the, how has the... um I know on the inside, from the inside perspective, but how has... um. COVID affected the, the, the Beans uh, music scene? You know, it's been slow. Obviously, we don't have our venues open. Yeah. We go out, do shows. Um, You know, thanks to the grace of God. I mean, I took a slight break, but thanks to the grace of God, you know, the studio was still open. To yeah. like, if you had a great relationship with the engineer, they would open the studio for you. Obviously, we'd follow CDC guidelines and everything. Mm-hmm. But if, like, if you didn't really work in a studio before COVID, it was tough to get into a studio. Yeah. So I would definitely say the scene was definitely slow. Um, the last couple of months, I'm not going to lie, since things have been opening up, I've seen a plethora of new artists coming out the city. So all the Boston artists who are watching this, I am watching you. You know, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying everything you guys have going on, and I hope I can open the floodgates and we just get out of here and just make it happen. We got to challenge New York and LA, that's for sure. Listen, as a, somebody who's always in Boston, like, and the only reason I haven't, I'm actually slacking because my boy Heavy's like, yo, come up there, come up there, come up there. Like, even Lust, like DJ Lust that's up there, mm-hmm. even like, yo, come up there. I'm like, bro, I'm like taking my sweet ass time. I gotta, I gotta come up there though. Now, when when COVID opens back up, bro, what do you, uh, what do you hope to look perform at? What, what's your favorite venue up there? House of Blues. House of Blues. House of Blues. I need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I had that place yet. No, I didn't have, I didn't have been House of Blues. I've seen it, but I, I didn't pass it, but I ain't go there yet. I need it. Yeah? I do, I do House of Blues, and then obviously down the line, I'll do TD Garden with the Celtics play, because that's the big boy. That's the big boy, yeah, with the bridge. The bridge. I, and yeah. it's crazy. Y'all was the first one to have the light-up bridge. Y'all was the first place I've seen that, the light-up bridge. Exactly. And then they built one, and then they built one in New York. They made one of the, the Brooklyn, one of the uh, bridges going towards Brooklyn instead. Now they made they patented after the one in Boston. But I saw it in Boston first, though. Yeah, shout mm-hmm. out to Boston setting trends, man. I knew Boston that. definitely said trends. Y'all said trends for real. And that, I was gonna say too, y'all don't even have to worry about you don't have to worry about competition because all the acts want to come up there. They want to hit that market up there. Like all the rappers are definitely like they love like the Boston, Connecticut area, the Rhode Island, all that. Right, right. All, they all want to come up there and perform and shit. So. Yeah, everyone's been flooding this place in New Hampshire. I haven't quite been up there yet, but New Hampshire, yeah, I haven't been up there either. I, I haven't it. been, but but I'm, but I'm I'm right now. I'm hearing they're taking over. They're trying to get the scene while Boston's there. I don't think we're gonna have it. Our venues are just too iconic, too potent. We'll, I think we'll be fine. Nah, Boston's that spot. So, with that being said, man, how would you describe your sound? Like, what's the like? What's your sound? Because I know your sound is. I, I'm gonna play. Um, I'm gonna put memory on the podcast on a, on audio version of the pod. What's the what's the? How would you describe your sound? My sound. I would describe it as um, you know, real real bar heavy. I, I try to be authentic. I try not to 
when I when I write a record, I try to make sure the record comes out authentic to that raw emotion that I'm feeling in my heart as I'm releasing those words. So I would say definitely my sound, I wanted to touch the listener. Yeah. And more than anything, like when I say something like, hey, I um, grew up with my grandmother and we didn't have anything and now I ride around in a Benz. Like, I want you to feel that. I want you to be able to say, hey, if you was in that situation, you could do the same thing. I mm. want people to feel that. Like, I could do that too. Because he did it. Copy, man. Copy. And one of the things I want to ask you with the Keegan Project, let's get into that because it's Keegan 1 and then it's Keegan 2. What is it? What does the Keegan mean? What is what is the Keegan? Who is Keegan? What is Keegan? What is the, What does that mean? Keegan, Keegan's the street that I started rapping on in my neighborhood in Orchard Park. So if you look at the um the album covers, Keegan one is me standing in the baseball field. Mm. So Keegan's the dead end street to the right in the baseball field. In order to get into the baseball field, you could come in through Keegan. So I went in the baseball field for Keegan one's cover and I did Welcome to Orchard Park because that's the entire neighborhood. And then mm. Keegan too, we just took the picture in the in the bleachers, you know, with the fence. I wanted people to have that that caged in feeling when they see the fence. Mm. So now everyone, when they go back and look at the album cover, they're gonna actually see the fence. You know what I mean? So. Copy, copy, man. And I know there's a lot of Kate Birdians up there, the, the squads up there, yeah. a lot of a lot of that. You know, I know I I I seen recently that some some fellas were indicted up there. From like a like a big gang up there, those so the, those the, are the homies. Those are the yeah, homies. Yeah, so I want to know, uh, how do you feel about the drill scene actually infiltrating Boston? Because it wasn't, it was, it was all reggae when I when I'm up there. It's all that's the reggae, the home. So how do you feel like the drill scene? How do you yep. feel about the drill scene infiltrating um up in Boston? I think the drill scene up here is amazing. Um, shout out to seven nine eight one Cal. Um, shout out to my um my bro. Chaney, he's on the way from the drill scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I honestly, I, I loved it. I, I loved what Cal did. He really came out and he hit the, he hit it hard, and he gave Boston the voice as far as like we're talented. And then we had other gentlemen like Dita Flyers. So I, I want to say the drill scene actually slightly opened the door, and it mm-hmm. allows guys like me, Dita Flyers, Millies to come out. Um, shout out to Cousin Stiz. You know, um, we had a lot of guys. Uh, Cousin Stiz and Millie were a little bit before, but I felt like Cal really opened it where people can be like, okay, cool. Boston is not like all, you know. Yeah. White people and, and dogs walking down the street. People, you, you'd be surprised what people say about Boston. And I'm like, ah, no, we're... we're no, nah, Boston, Boston is hard. Boston is where it's at, though. Boston's like a, like a little Bronx now. Bronx is definitely... Boston's definitely like a little Bronx now. Yeah, Boston's different, different now. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot different. And how was it opening up for Mr. John and Lucas? How was that? Oh, man. Uh, that was one of the last shows I did. Joyner is awesome. Shout out to Joyner. Mm. Oh, man, um... He he um he he's 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 such a class act. He um he watched everybody perform. Oh wow! Most, most openers on on an ascend tip mm-hmm. they don't watch people. They usually show in the collective back end and they kind of like ah, I'm about to do my thing. Yeah, and that Joiner just his authenticity is just phenomenal, and um I'm super happy with all the blessings that he's getting, and I watched him perform and. I see how hard he works and it kind of just rubs off on you. So shout out to Joyner for that, for sure. That was that was a definitely a shining moment in my life. Copy. Sure. And that was up there in Boston, right? Correct, correct. Correct, correct. Yeah. And, you know, one of the segues to the next question in the sense of 
you know, with, with a lot of the, the how should I say it? Like Boston is still one of the last places that you can perform, uh, promote and market the old fashioned way. You can still put up posters in Boston. You can still give out flyers in Boston. Now, and everywhere else is just based in strictly internet based. Do you feel like you have to make a kind of a, a TikTok challenge or one of those? Because that's not your that's not your sound whatsoever. Do you feel like you know at some point for you to break that hump? Because you have a big social media following. You have you know the accolades and the music to back it up, but. Right now, that one that one single hit, you know what I'm saying? Do you feel like you have to make a TikTok single to get over that hump? I do. I have it in me. I have a record called Tony Hawk that's already out. Yeah. And um, TikTok wasn't TikTok at the time Tony Hawk came out. Yeah. So TikTok came a little bit after. But um, I have it in me. I'm, I'm not even stressing it. There, there'll be a TikTok record coming soon. I got so you. So is he going to do it? You going to make one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that's easy. That's what I do. It's my job. It's my life. I'm yeah. So. But that's so. But that's so not your style. Like memory is that sheesh, dog. Memory is that's a tough tune right there. All right, so I want to share this with you. Go um, ahead. Please, Mac and Fancy, don't kill me. Distant memory. Shout out to Nice Well Spent. Distant memory was a filler song. It wasn't even the song I was running with fully. So it was like one of those yeah. records where it was like, oh yeah, you know, it's on the project. If it hits, it hits, you know, and it hit. But the crazy part is, this in memory, Keegan 2 defines who I am as a person. Yeah. More than anything. Like that, when you listen to Keegan 2, that's the person you're gonna get. Yeah. But as far as like music, being able to make other kind of music, I, I could definitely do it. Like, I've I've written pop records. I've went and I've written club bangers. I've written some really decent records that just didn't hit Keegan. Hmm. That's all. Hmm. Okay, so well, I don't think you should make a TikTok record. Being a fact, I don't think you should do it. But I understand you have a job to do. It's a job <laughs> like everything else. I don't think that right, right. you should do that. But you know, I'm not sure. I- I can you mix know. them together. I can. All right, copy, copy, copy. Yeah, and what, what uh, for the, those who are listening in? What, what, what's gonna set you apart? You know, cause I know sometimes like a lot of artists, like especially like, yeah, cause you're not an underground artist. You're like a tier, tier two, tier two level artist. What, what, um, how should I say this? What, what sets you apart from, um, you know, any other Boston artist? What's gonna set? What, what sets you apart from any other Boston artist? Oh man, I got, I got the legendary grind in me. And yeah. the most important thing about me is um, I've, I've noticed a lot of artists um, that are I, I would to, to say this the right way mm-hmm. I, you know I don't want to come off crazy I want to be politically correct but I notice a lot of artists that are um, really good studio artists and then there's artists like I feel like myself that's that's ready like like there's a reason why the Wiz Khalifas are the Wiz Khalifas and the Drakes are the Drakes and the J. Coles are the J. Coles. It's because, like, you got to hit another gear. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like I have that in me, that that next gear in me. You know what I mean? You got to be able to command attention, demand attention, and then dominate it and give, give these people that love music the best music you can give it. So if I love my music and people love my music, yeah, spread this beautiful coat of love out here. And I, and I think Wiz Khalifa does that amazing. So that's why with me, I always look at what some of the bigger artists are doing, mm-hmm. really try to implement that into myself. Mm-hmm. 
Copy. So I, I take it Wiz Khalifa is one of your, your influences. I take it. Oh, huge. Okay. Huge. So who's your, I, I was going to ask you that too. Who's, I want to ask this. Hmm. Who's your top two Boston artists besides yourself? Mm. Yeah, the Bean has his own selective like group. Yeah, y'all very like amongst yourselves. Like that's right, the first right. place I've seen that y'all don't mess with nobody else else. Y'all don't mess with no oh. other outsiders. Ooh, I'm about to get beat up. Who's your top two? Oh, top two. I'm gonna definitely have to go with my bro Cheney. He's on the way. Okay. And number two, this is tough. I'm gonna have to go with D the Flyers. D the Flyers. He Got had a record you. with Little Baby. Still one of my favorites, Free the Chain Gang. So those two guys right there. Copy, copy, man. And I have to ask this. I ask this to all my, all my guests, especially my artists. Are you trying to get signed or you want to stay all independent? What's up? You know, the indie wave, the indie wave is the wave. But I'm um, yeah. definitely eventually looking to get, to get signed. Like, I, you know, my dream is to be, you know, Rock Nation, Def Jam. You know, as a kid, you want to be one of those. It's like Duke and Carolina to me. So that's that's a dream to just get on, get in with one of them and just, you know, to partner with them and build the Keegan brand, you know, maybe yeah. one day have Keegan records under, you know, Rock Nation or Death Jam, you know what I mean? That's my goal, you know, yeah. to partner with them to be able to open the floodgates for the other artists behind me so it won't be so hard. Copy, man, copy, man. And, you know, I have to ask this for my producers. Now, do you get beats from a producer or you have one producer that you work with? I'm a producer, so I got to ask. I get multiple, multiple producers. All right, who are you rocking with right now? Ooh, shout out to my man, Buckrow. Yeah? Yeah, Buckrow. Buckrow's my man. Shout out to Aunt Chamberlain. Uh, shout out to Manny Manhattan. For real. I'm a big Aunt Chamberlain fan. I like Aunt Chamberlain. I, I, I heard him on a Producer Ground podcast and been following him ever since. I got one record on Keegan from him called 119 at Rock, um, 119 at Roxbury. Yeah. That thing slaps. Yeah. And it, it's a great, and it was a, it was a tribute to my brother, but it slaps. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. shout out to Ed Chamberlain. He is a, he's different. He's different. Yeah. And how, <laughs> and now how can an artist get you, get you some beats? Can I, do you, and then, do you pay for beats? You're not one of those guys who just be like, can I get a discount? Nah, nah, nah. I pay whatever they ask me. Copy, copy. I gotta ask that from my producers, man. How can an artist? Um, how can a producer uh, send you some beats? I'm so bees at gmail.com. That's I mean, it. I, that's it. I get so many of them. I get so many of them. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not bougie. <laughs> I'm not bougie. I open them up and listen to it. On yeah. my next project, I'm not gonna say the producer's name. We spoke, but he's on my project, and I was telling Fancy the story earlier. He sent me a bunch of beats that were like, oh, okay, whatever. I told him my sound, you know what I mean? Because I like to, you know, tell him like, hey, you know, this is what you can improve on, but there'll be a beat. Add more of this. He sent me back the most craziest beat ever is making my project with no problem. There you he go. He charged me 100 for the exclusive. I'm like, bro, I'm going to pay you $200 because yeah. this beat is better than this beat that I paid 100 for. Well, I got I got some I got a I got a new beat tape out, so I definitely want to uh I'll, we got to talk after this after this interview. We got to talk cuz I want to see some beats. So. For sure, for sure. And I, you yeah. know, I, I listen to them. Copy, I, copy. I love my producers. I of course. Producers. Nah, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. And what is one of your what uh what one career goals you have this year? Like, what do you what do you, what's one career goal you hope to accomplish this year? Um, be published by Complex. Hmm. Mm. Published by Complex. Yeah. How do you plan on make? How do you plan on reaching that goal? Oh man, this next killing this next project. <laughs> killing this next just. 
just making it undoubtedly like we got to put that kid on and you know just following that following the steps to being great yeah and with the memory distant memory out man so the ep is coming the ep is out was do you have a date for the ep or the album not quite yet not quite yet it'll be there'll be one coming in the, in the coming weeks you know right now i'm i'll be 37 days from today so welcome, i'm gonna welcome 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 yeah so i'm delegating that to 30 year old bees <laughs> let him do that 29 year old bees is like no, that ain't that bad. Trust me, these, these are the best years of your life. These are your I don't give a f years. These you really you you think you, you, all the stuff that you worry about in your twenties, you don't really give a shit about in your thirties, bro. You don't worry about none of that stuff. Trust me. I I make my life so much easier. You don't worry about none of that, bro. But nah, man, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. Um, shout out everything you want to shout out. Shout out, uh, plug everything you want to do, man. I know we're gonna do this again, so this is not gonna this is gonna be the first of many. Sure. Okay, we're gonna do another one when the album comes out. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. yeah, plug, plug everything you want to plug. Nah, I appreciate you. Shout out DJ Chase for one. Shout out the podcast. Shout out Fancy. Shout out Keegan. Everyone on Keegan. Shout out Mecca. A Mecca for sure. That's my guy. Without him, I would not be here. Shout out my big bro Chaney. Without Chaney, I wouldn't be here, man. Just thank you so much, DJ Chase, once again. And shout out Boston for the one time. I'm so bees. You can follow me everywhere at I'm. So bees and go listen to Distant Memory. You'll probably love it. There you go. There you go, man. You heard it first. My guy bees right now on the pregame party mix podcast on 17 podcast networks, man. DJ Chase, the pregame party mix, man. Thank you once again for coming on the show. Shout out to Fancy for making this happen. Your, your, your correspondence, your, your go-to, you know what I'm saying? Shout her out. We got to definitely, she got, got us organized tonight. So we made it work. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast, Worldwide Sounds Records, man. DJ Chase got beats out now. On that band camp, go to YouTube, DJ Chase TV. Um, what else? Dynasty Radio Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. And we out of here. Gia. It's official. Official. Come on. With DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Hey y'all, this is Kendra, co-author of We Are Already Here. We Are Already Here is a poetry collection that follows the paths of two very different young women. Though they were born of the same parents, grew up in the same home, and come from the same edge of the world, they experienced two different journeys. We Are Already Here explores these women's lives through five lenses. Millennialism, blackness, education, world experiences, and finally, womanhood. We Are Already Here is available for purchase on Amazon and wearealreadyhere.com.